The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, also on Podcast One, all of your podcast platforms. He's Kevin Stanfield. I'm Claude Jennings. Of course, we're physically distant, but socially, we haven't been any closer than we've been before. I mean, this That's is right. That's I feel right. super socially close to you, Kevin, over, <laughs> over uh, this technology and, that we use. And the rest of the world, right? We, we, we're and always the with the world. That's right. Exactly. What I'm trying to figure out is, I mean, it's the Federal Football Report. I don't know as far as football what we're going to talk about today. Because, I mean, other than the fact that we just said that they're planning on going with the season as scheduled, but that remains to be seen because, you know, this stuff can change at the drop of a dime. I, I love the fact that, you know, people are starting to think as far as getting back to work, uh, reopening some things cautiously. I like the fact that I'm seeing some of our officials say, okay, listen, there are some parts of the country and some parts of areas. You got to do this thing state by state, county by county, district by district, which is right. Um, you know, uh, but you've got to use caution. I've seen, uh, as we're taping this the day before, uh, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser said, hey, the stay-at-home order is going through, uh, going through parts of June. And that's smart because she's got to do what she's got to do for her city, you know. And we've got mm-hmm, to use caution mm-hmm, because, you know, you let people back out and then a couple, you know, 50 or 60 people catch this thing again and then they spread it. And then we're back in the same place. So you got to be smart. You got, you know, um, uh, we want to get things back running. I know that some people are dealing with hard financial times and things like that, and so we want to make sure people can get back to work and stuff like that. But we're 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 a civilized people. I mean, I, feel, I mean, we've seen we've seen car insurance companies drop rates because people aren't driving. We've seen cable companies hold on bills but still keep you with service if you have, aren't working. Like we can we can make it, people. We can right, make it. right, so absolutely, so absolutely. <laughs> we will make it too. I'm uh, yeah, like you said, uh, the governor of uh, Maryland. Uh, is going to rescind the stay-at-home order with with limitations at, at five o'clock on Friday. Now, I've, one thing I've, I've I've started doing is I've started to to uh, to avoid the local and the national news outlets because it's okay. it's, it's more okay. of a game. And I've been I've been focusing on the international news. I've been uh, get up every morning and watch BBC <laughs> International, and they tell because this is a worldwide thing. It's not, it's yeah, not like yeah. me, you, and, and our neighbors, right? They got this thing. Right. This is a worldwide thing. And in New Zealand, where they were very, very uh, stringent with their stay-at-home policies, they're uh, relaxing them. They relaxed them, as a matter of fact, within the past 24 hours. And what they did, they sort of did it like March Madness. They had, like, they said the barbershops can open at midnight, <laughs> right? <laughs> so they had people lined up at, at, uh, at 12.01, like, to line up to go get their haircuts. And, and I'm pretty sure all their restrictions are relaxed. Now, the barbers all had on masks. The, the patrons sure. did not, right? <laughs> and um, so I'm looking forward to that day. I'm in no rush. I mean, I understand that, that the people need to work. I need to work. Um, yes. But, you know, I, I, the medical community just doesn't have a grip on this thing yet. And I'll wait a couple of weeks, right? They, right. You all go ahead, you know, stay physically distant uh, for me. Uh, <laughs> and, and I can't put it any other way. You all be my guinea pig. <laughs> right? If you feel bad, shoot me a line, let me know. Okay, yeah. if not, more power to you. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Go ahead out there. Uh, let's make sure. Yeah, you you test it for me. Make sure everything's good. And then if you also fine, take a I'll deep breath. Kind of... <laughs> <laughs> right. no, but I will tell you this: I was I was hesitant to. 
there's so, so many people have contracted this and have died from it. And a lot of people have recovered, but the numbers of people who have died are, are really high. And so we should, yeah. I think sometimes the rush is also the fact that it's been a, two months of some change since folks have been home and they want to get out and I get it. But let's not forget what it was like when this thing was first hitting. And everybody was like, we've got to stay home, got to stay home. Let's just remember, you know, breathe a little bit, get outside, walk some, uh, and, 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 you know, cook out on the grill or something. something oh, and, and, and let's just be safe, okay? Absolutely, absolutely. What you can do, you can download the Federal Football Report on Podcast mm-hmm. One and, and, uh, and uh, I podcast whatever the thing is called, right? And <laughs> Apple, well, you know Apple what? Podcast, and listen, right? to, listen to past seasons. Listen to, 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 to the Redskins season from three years ago and hear the frustration of, <laughs> <laughs> on the Federal Football Report of what seemed to be inept coaching. Yeah, hear us, hear us call for the dismissal of coaches, offensive and defensive, three years ago. And, and, and then, <laughs> and you see, we're, we are consistent. We are consistent of nothing else. Now, I was hesitant to bring this up, right, because there's a personal thing. And uh, well, maybe I shouldn't bring it up. But I, I will say this, that you can do research. And there are institutions around here that uh, will, um, will train you on, on doing your part. And battling this thing, and part of um, part of that is uh, contact tracing because people who contract the virus, we, you know, the public needs to know uh, where they caught it and who they've been exposed to. But so do your research, look into it. It's, it's fascinating. You learn a lot of stuff. There's things that you thought you knew, but you didn't know. So just <laughs> I, I will say that, right? You know, and you won't know that you didn't know them until right. you know them. And so right? Because I'll say. I didn't know that. Okay. Now, back to the football part of the Federal Football Report. The one thing I did not know, that the Redskins signed Thaddeus Moss as a free agent. Now, those of you who, I know one or two of y'all don't know football, Thaddeus Moss is the son of uh, Hall of Fame wide receiver Randy Moss, who some have said is the best wide receiver ever, right, you know. And uh, he he did a a couple of uh, local, it must have been a conference call, and uh, sounds like a fascinating guy, right? You know, um, you know, because somebody asked him about, does he get tired of the comparison between him and his father? He said, no, I don't get tired of the comparisons. I get tired of the question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I said, that is so sharp. So, yeah. you know, maybe n- next year uh, when football comes back, because hey, it's not coming back this year, folks. Uh, <laughs> next year, it's going to be a fascinating team, right, with some... Uh, youth, some exuberance, some personality, and yeah. and I'm um, looking forward to that. But let's, I got to say, I got to say, I, I find it, or should I say it now that football's not coming back, or should we just wait till the end of the show? I don't want, like, people to just tune yeah, out well, totally right. Well, 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 let's get to it uh, at, at, uh, right here, but um, let's talk a little bit about the whole Randy Moss best receiver of all time thing. Um, to me, probably number two uh, behind Rice, uh, uh-huh. Because I think when it comes to wide receivers, I mean, look, his athleticism and height, you know, just put everyone at a disadvantage. He right. made Dante Culpepper Dante Culpepper because all Pep had to do was throw the ball down the field and Randy was going to go get it. Um, but, uh, you know, from route running, and th- you know, I think Rice is probably the best of all time. What do you think about that? You think well, Boston- I, yeah, I, I, uh, I'll say one and one A in no particular order because the, the, um, you know, the idea is to get the ball from point A to point B, right, without it hitting the ground. And if you threw the ball in either one of those guys' directions, they were going to catch. The ball was not going to hit the ground, right? And you, right, know, right. And, and you got to realize, uh, 
uh, Randy was only a Tom Brady away from an undefeated season, right? You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I should say a New York Giants uh, away because mm-hmm. um, uh, was it Matt Patricia or was it um, no Matt Patricia was the Patriots? I forget the defensive coordinator for the Giants who came up with that game. No, it wasn't Matt Patricia, but the game plan in that Super Bowl said we just got to hit Brady. We're not going to give mm-hmm. him. Um, not going to give him time to throw the ball to Moss deep, right? Because, you know, they needed a seven-step drop or whatever, and they would hit him on the sixth step. And and, and that's what okay. kept that, kept um, the Patriots from having an undefeated season. But that season, I mean, his rookie year was, was outstanding. His rookie year with, I believe, was Randall Cunningham for most of that rookie year. Um, yeah, and he was only a field goal kicker away from being in the Super Bowl that year, right? Um I, I, he was he was unstoppable, and what's amazing yeah. to me is the, the 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 he was like not an easy guy to get along with back then in the day. It was the famous thing about that. That's a disgusting act when he was with the Raiders, and and he he stayed with he went back to the Vikings for like two weeks, mm-hmm. but now he's like a media darling and a Hall of Fame guy. <laughs> And everybody loves, you know. Yeah, everybody um, loves him. Like, you know, you, and I was, I'm, was, I'm happy for him, right? You know, I'm, I'm happy you, for him. Do you remember when he was at Marshall? Oh, absolutely. I absolutely. Mean, this dude was amazing to watch. And you're like, why is he at Marshall? But I mean, if you follow his, yeah. you follow his you know, college stuff. But I mean, but the point is, is, uh, yeah, no, I, I, like you said, one, one, one A. You can say, Moss. You know, you go to the Patriots, and he, he and Brady breaking all kinds of records. They don't lose a game until the Super Bowl, and right. even then, it took some kind of you know miracle play for them to lose. You know, right. for the Giants, it, at least nice play. You know, but uh, exactly, yeah. exactly. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm happy to have Thaddeus Moss on the team. Uh, like I said, eventually, and I guess it's the same with any uh, athlete. As we get older, we'll think of we'll think of him and the father. Eventually, time will pass and we'll think of the athlete. It's just like Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. For those you all remember, old enough to remember when Ken Griffey Jr. came into the league, it was always the comparison to, uh, with the father until he, he made his own way right now. I'm sure that when Michael Jordan's kids come into the league or LeBron's kids, coming to the league it'll, it'll be the the same way but you don't you don't see that as much in the, in basketball i guess except um, the obvious um the obvious uh uh dale curry uh, dale curry, uh steph curry uh connection but um but yeah I'm, I'm i'm happy for him i'm glad they picked him up um uh, speaking of um burgundy and gold there was another couple of interesting interviews um jp finley our good friend jp finley had a chance to um to talk to the quarterback of the Burgundy and Gold, not not the one that they were going to be the quarterback until they got uh, Tua or whatever in the first round, right? <laughs> the quarterback, the one, the only uh, Dwayne Haskins, and it was it was like a um, it was like a breath of fresh air because there were so many people saying so many things who obviously didn't know what they were talking about, but but the, but the man's maturity and and the man's um, uh, desire and and it. It made a lot of people feel better about where we were at the quarterback position. Were you able to check out any of that? I was not, and so I'll have to go back and listen to it uh, in, in its entirety to see. The main point is uh, that uh, JP asked him how he felt with all that buzz going around about about Tua and about Burrow and about the quarterback and about trading for a veteran, about his desire. He said that um, 
that Ron Rivera uh, called him, or he called Ron, whoever, it doesn't matter who called who, they talked. And he said, Ron said, hey, look, man, I know there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm just asking you to trust me. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm asking you to don't believe what you hear. Just trust me. Now, and he said, and I did, and I was good with it, and I was appreciative of the fact that he said that. Me now, whenever somebody tells me, hey, man, trust me, right. red flags go. <laughs> well, yeah, because the question is, do you have to tell me to trust you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you've been doing this show for how many seasons, Kevin? Have no, I ever asked you to trust no, me? Never. Same here. Never, never. It's just <laughs> a given. you never asked me to trust you. It's just you know, a given. I, it's a given. You because we work together. <laughs> it's, a, it's a given. It's a given. But it worked for Dwayne. And I, I encourage everybody to check out JP Finley. You know, he's a great follower on Twitter. Uh, just check him out. And because he asks the people the questions. He, he does what media has to do nowadays, and that's tweet and, and tweet speculation and respond to speculation and stuff. But he actually talked to Dwayne. How many of you all listen to the show and talked to Dwayne? <laughs> Not I. Yeah. <laughs> neither, do I neither have yeah. I. So. Now, I've talked to a guy who talked to Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that counts. Can we report that? Right. Right. <laughs> but uh, but it's under conditions of anonymity, right? So you know. And what I would have loved to hear it would have been funny if Dwayne said, "I beat Joe Burrow out in Ohio State. I'll beat him. <laughs> I'll beat him out here if I have to." <laughs> That's what I would have said. That's what I would have said. I would said, "Joe, the same do I beat out? Nah, I because <laughs> I hope he's doing well." The same dude I beat out three years ago or two years ago at Ohio State. I could when I was young and, and, and impressionable. Now I'm a mature grown adult male. Beat him out again. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Okay, now uh, I, I I think that we should talk about about the opening of the league. Uh, then we'll talk about some stuff to bring up people's spirits because realistically, I think if the league opens, it's a very positive sign. That means that there's a vaccine out there because. <laughs> People are thinking that it's about the the fans and having the fans physically distant and 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 the number of people in the ballpark. But I don't think it's about that. I'm thinking it's about the players. Yeah. And yeah. you have to. And there's been a couple of people who've come out and said, um, I've heard, um, I've heard uh, Sean Doolittle, uh, the reliever mm-hmm. of the uh, the closer of the world champion Washington Nationals. That's right. Uh, come out and, and say that we're we're missing the point here. It's not about starting the game, right, or the revenue. It's about keeping the players safe. And until you can find a way to guarantee that the players are going to be safe, it's, it's not worth the risk. And I've heard Mark Cuban say that about about his his, his team, that you're going to have to show me that I'm not putting my players at risk before you give me any type of schedule or any type of plan. Now, the NFL, you know, I, I guess they got to do what they got to do, keep hope alive. They've released the schedule. I just can't see it happening because, A, you would have to isolate the team. The team can't be in contact with anybody else, any outside family, any outside friends. You know, you know they can't sneak out at night to go get a cup of cappuccino or something like they do at night <laughs> and stuff like that. And the staff has to be the same way. The officials have to be the same way. The broadcast teams have to be the same way. Can you imagine, like, a week before the game, Tom Brady tests positive for COVID-19? Yeah. <laughs> it just can't happen. Let's be realistic about this thing. Let's look. We, we'll talk football. We'll talk football. 
because that's sure. what the people want. But we won't talk about Washington football because it's not going to happen, people. It's not going to happen. Yeah, well, I mean, it, you know, you, you bring up a good point. You talk about, you know, and, every, and the focus has been, well, if we can get the players to play and, you know, we just won't have any fans in, in the stadium. Well, like you said, well, what happens if you can get fans in the stadium, but the players won't be there? Because <laughs> you know, it can't happen. And, and, and like I said, I'm with you, man. I, you know, listen, the seasons start and finish when they do because the schedules have always been that way. What's, right. I'm, I'm thinking way outside the box. Like, what happens, um, you know, if, if, if things clear up come November and the NBA and NHL says, okay, now that it's cleared up, we'll take, the, we'll take November into January to finish the 2020 season and we'll just rearrange the schedule and get back on track in 2021 or 2022. Switch things around. Think outside the box. What if the NFL says, you know what? Maybe this means we got to start, you know, in the spring of 2021. And we'll just, since we didn't do a 2020 season in the fall, we'll be fresh for the spring. And then we'll kind of get the schedule adjusted back for 2022. Like, think outside the box. Why does it have to be, well, we got to make sure we started in August or September or there'll be no, it's like, well, just play it by ear when everything's clear. We can just, we can, we can adjust the calendar. Like, there's no edict from on high that says the NFL <laughs> has to start or that the NBA has to be done by August it's just, or by June. It's just been done because that's the way the schedule is. And so, you know, just keep everyone safe, keep the players safe. Because, again, at the end of the day, people, we're just talking about a game. We're just right. talking about sports. And sports is right. a great distraction and a great reliever and a great igniter of all people. I get it. Unless we're talking about the national anthem, it's not. But it's a great uniter, uniter of all people, and and and, and but it, it's small in the grand scheme of things that are important, like public health. And so, and so maybe it's a good decision to, to, to think outside the box and say we're going to put safety first. Once it is clear for things to be open and great, then we'll start the seasons, even if that means that on the calendar they're out of place. But we'll play them when everything is safe. That's a good thing. It's, I think it's, 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 it's wonderful. It, 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 it will be great. I I often wonder if, if when they have these meetings, like the, the the NFL has their owners' meetings, and the the, the MLB has their owners, and the, you know the, the the do they have like a, a a common sense dude in the room with them? I mean, they all have the teams, and they got a right to talk, but then they have a cheer and a dude, just a dude that just gives them. Common sense, right? You know, just yeah. and they, they think about the lost revenue. They think about the TV contract and the, the concessions and the and the parking. How much money they aren't making. Uh, side mm-hmm. note: They're not claiming unemployment because they lost a season, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> they, right. They're gonna be all right. They're gonna be all right. But then they have a dude that just sits in the chair and they say, "Oh, common sense, dude. What do you think about that?" He says, "Well." Yeah, I don't know. I think you know the player gets one player gets sick. It'll be like the NBA, the game uh, all over, you know, Oklahoma City all over again, right? You know, mm-hmm. if one dude gets sick, uh, maybe we should rush into. They need a common sense dude <laughs> to just just interject a little common sense into the equation, right? right? Their own their own Dr. Fauci, if you will, <laughs> right? Exactly. Not just from a exactly. medical perspective. But but just a common sense perspective, because okay. <laughs> that's what they need. Just think about it for a second, ladies and gentlemen. Think yeah, about no, it. absolutely. And so, no, I'm right with you, man. I'm I'm like, you know what? The season may not happen. I don't think, I, you know, I, do what you got to do as far as you know, training at home now, just in case. You know what I mean? And again. There's no rule that says, all right, if things clear up come August, okay, so maybe you missed two weeks of training camp. And, and, and so, all right, well, we don't need four preseason games. Maybe just do two. We don't have to start the second week in September. Start in the end of September and do 10 games, do eight. 
or you know, like there's just ways to do this thing that just makes more sense than than you know than 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 uh, well, if we don't start it by this date, then we're not going to have a season. Just just let things play out. You know, I, I do think that they had to come up with the schedule just in case things were good come September. But you know, at the same time, it's like just say, hey, we came up with it just in case we can start. We have no idea whether we will be able to or not. We're not saying we're planning for the season. Everyone's going about it just as usual. We'll make decisions based on 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 the common um, good of the country, the, the public health. And I think that's smart. That's a smart thing to do. Hey, what if? And then I can think of some alternatives too. They'll have to be common sense, but ways they can make it work. What if they have like a volunteer squad? Like, let's say for instance. Uh, let's say a superstar golden boy gets, you know, test positive, right? That means you'd have to isolate the team, right? Because mm-hmm. he has exposure to the that whole team. Played, and anybody that they right. play. So what, what you have in reserve is you have a whole new team. <laughs> you know, we got, we got to isolate team A and team B. So we'll bring in team A sub one, right? To play your team A sub two, right? You got right, the right, same right. jerseys, the same colors, won't be any names on the jerseys. It'll be like like Tom Brady. It'll be twelve. It'll be twelve A. So that way the game is still played. Like the gamblers will still do their, have their money. The networks because there's network obligations too, right? You know, mm-hmm. I I here's a perfect example. Like we know the price of gas has been gone like tremendously down, right? Wish I had somewhere to go so I can go buy some gas. <laughs> right. But but I I I. I from my understanding is like the local, the, the, the domestic oil producers are contracted to make so much gasoline per, per month, per year, oh, wow. right? So mm-hmm. because this thing is, the, the virus has jumped over the nation, it doesn't relieve them of their obligations. So they're, they're, they're forced to continue to make gas and the prices are just going down, down, down because of the contractual wow. obligations. Now, the NFL has a contractual obligation to, to TV. So we got to put a game on, right? You know, and because we're paying all this money, you got the advertisers and all this. So have your B team in, right? You know, you know the A team is, is safe, right? They're, they're under isolation, right? You know, uh, hopefully they're all, you know, will pass, right? You know, uh, not that will pass. I mean, hopefully the virus will pass. <laughs> we don't want the team to pass, right? Then the, then the no. B team will become the A team. But right. <laughs> so I mean, we got like you said, think outside the box, right? That way we can, yeah. you know, we root for the we root for the colors, right? We don't root for the name on the jersey, right? It's not the NBA, yeah. right? We root for the colors, right? right. So, exactly. If if they call, we're willing to fill that the the, the common sense position in some of these meetings, and we can get this thing done, right? Exactly, and give some common sense to some of these things. So uh, over this past weekend uh, was uh, Mother's Day, Kevin. Um, you know, our Mother's Day was, was cool here, you know. Um, so I ordered some some things. Well, Mandy ordered some things online for his mother. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, they didn't get here yet. They still haven't gotten here. But they're, apparently they should be coming tonight. Um, but, you know, we got up in the morning, cooked her a great breakfast. Uh, she had, uh, we got some uh, seafood, which she loves, uh, from a local seafood establishment and, you know, watched movies and things like that. So we had a pretty good social. I also went to see my mother from a socially distant standpoint. I mean, I was mm-hmm. in the front yard. She's at the point of porch. We talked for a while. Um, how would you, your mother's day? I mean, you did it up on the grill, man. I mean, I saw those pictures on Twitter. More yeah. importantly, my wife saw those pictures on Twitter. She's like, what did Kevin get? Like, why, why do we have to fall into the comparison trap? Like, there's no need to <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry <laughs> about that. Uh, well, I will tell you this. I'm a veteran at this marriage thing, and I'm going to make it rough for all you brothers out there, right? 
<laughs> I'm telling you that now. You got you got some you got some catching up to do, right? You know. Mm -hmm. But uh, we, uh, you know, to um, you know, I have uh, three lovely daughters, and and they visit. Right? We we have my wife has a sanitation station at the front door, and right. it's almost like they go coming out the clean room and they get sprayed down when they come into the house, right? You know. Mm -hmm. So um, what we did is we, we first we went down to the D.C. wharf. And, you know, with that fiasco they had a couple of weeks ago, they, they got police down there make, uh, to make sure you maintain your social distancing. So you, there was a line of about at least 50 people to actually get into the fish market area, right? They were just lined up on Main Avenue. But, uh, but fortunately, we found there's a local uh, market in my area, Jumbo International Market. Now, if you like to cook like I do, this is heaven because they have some of Anything you can think of, like you watch a cooking show and they come up with some obscure spice, like we need some yeah. uh, Romanian parsley, get some of that. They have all this stuff. <laughs> and I found out they had a lobster tank, right? I was like, oh, they should have told me that. So we uh, I got some recipes from my boy Wolfgang Puck and, and, and did it up, made some, uh, uh, what do you call it, compound butter and stuff and, and, <laughs> and did it up. And, and we can find a way you can catch, if you look on, uh, on Twitter at, at Stanfield Kevin, we saw some of the results because uh, my, my kids are very artistic and they just, they like right. to eat, but they like to take pictures of what they're eating and stuff too, right? You know, uh -huh. so, uh, and, and, um, and one thing I found very, very, one, add one last thing about that. My mother-in-law who lives actually like four or five miles away from me, she's in that, that high risk group, right. over 70. She uh, had, had a heart condition, right? You know, so on and so forth, right? The blood pressure, so on and so forth. Uh, so we, we keep her socially distant, right? We spray her down and put masks and stuff on her. But she actually <laughs> drove her car into my backyard because there's no fear. <laughs> she was okay. drove, She sat in the car, right? You know. Oh, nice. Well, we were all, all out in the backyard. So that was a lot of fun, man. So, uh, yeah, there's ways of doing it, right? You can stay safe and still have some fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, one thing I want to mention, man, like, you know, people who follow us at Claude J Radio and Stanfield Kevin, right? Um, they, they actually, they might not respond, but they follow us. <laughs> they listen to what we say. And it turns out I got into a, a Twitter conversation with, with some people who follow us and know us from our association with Mr. Kornheiser and the crew. And mm -hmm. we got into a conversation and it turns out that uh, I uh, lived in Chicago, did some training for IBM way, way, way back in the day. Okay. And some of these people who follow me were in the building that I that I worked in and in the building I lived in, right? Get out of here. At the same time. <laughs> so I promised that we would talk, we were reminiscing about Chicago and the pizza, Chicago pizza. By the way, if you haven't had a true Chicago pizza that you have never eaten a pizza in your life, take that, New okay. York. Um, uh, we were talking about, uh, there was an establishment uh, at a Holiday Inn. It was a club. And it was called Dingbats. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I don't know if any of you all know this, but Dingbats was famous. It was a great club, but it was famous because that's where Mr. T was discovered. Get out of here. Yeah, Mr. T got his start as uh, he won a contest, the world's baddest bouncer contest or something, right? Wow. Like, you know, competition, like world's strongest man, like how far can you throw a drunk dude and stuff like that, right? You know, like that. So anyway, Mr. T was the bouncer there, but I met him before he was famous. Did you? Yes, yes, before he was famous. And the reason that my encounter with Mr. T was we went like, we're, we were in class sometimes. We got out of class at like 11 o'clock and then we would go to this place like five blocks away from where we stayed. And Mr. T was at on the door in that time and that night. 
and that night the cover charge was four dollars. Mm-hmm. And so I came in, I gave Mr. T a five, and he <laughs> gave me uh he gave me back uh, a ten, a five, and four ones. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the true story. And and so that from that point on. You know, from my time in, in Chicago, he was like one of my best friends, right? I mean, yeah, he didn't know me, but I would recognize him every time. Hey, what's up, brother? He was just nod. At the time, something yeah. else. At the time, like, you know, it was Mohawk and the, and the gold. He didn't have any of that. He had on a three-piece suit, and his, his head was shaved ball, and he had sideburns. That's all the okay. hair he had on his head. <laughs> no mustache, just the sideburns. <laughs> so well, he likes I had promised... I had promised these people that I was going to give my Mr. T story, and, and I had to squeeze that in there some kind of way, right? So that was my, my brush with celebrity, right? Now, you can't, you can't do celeb- brushes with celebrity because you know so many stars and all that. It's not really brushes with you. It's just like a, a day in the park, right? You- <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. I've never met Mr. T. That would be great, man. Wow, that's crazy. Um, yes, yeah, Federal Football Report, folks. Kevin, what else is going on, man? Anything else we got ta- to tackle before we close the show? Well, no, uh, you know, I'm just one. You know, I know that you're the busiest man in show business, right? You, you know, you alone are keeping the economy going, right? With the work I'm that trying. you're doing in the media, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but so much of your work is behind the scenes, right? You know, it, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, p- people don't realize that, like, a lot of things that you hear on media, you were here because of Claude. <laughs> you know, and, and, and it works being behind the scenes, right? Because you, you're right it there does. in the mix and you hear what's happening, but but you don't have to take any of the weight if somebody says something stupid. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> Which is why I like it, because as a man who has said plenty of stupid things before in his life, I like to not <laughs> anything, just in case it's stupid. <laughs> And then I can look back and say, hey, you shouldn't have said that, man. That was stupid. I can say that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look. Let's see. We got the luxury, right? If we say something stupid on the show, you can edit it before the world is. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Because I'll tell you what. I know it's stupid when it comes out my mouth. Like, that was dumb. And I'll just take it. I was stupid, man. But very quick time do we say anything stupid here on the Federal Football Report, people. We'll be back next week, uh, uh, physically distant, but socially close. I've gotten so close to Kevin over these last two months, man. We need to be physically distant more because it's bringing us That's right. It's working. It's working for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, the Federal Football Report. We'll talk next week.